only yeah like toilet paper is our go-to i love getting my hair cut especially when there's a scalp massage involved but uh she would say your body is a temple and you need to take care of it we have a lot of a lot of flexibility yeah where he just ate garbage how long was that a year do this i can't do this without cassie and the kids enabling me to do this i find myself encouraging myself so i'm like no you can do this don't give up (laughs) we got lots to say (laughs) i love my husband so much and my son i've definitely had multiple drinks on multiple episodes loosen up it's a podcast we're here to have fun so enjoy yourself i think we nailed it Woo. i'm glad You'll i pressed record and not stop <laughs> <laughs> all right another welcome week. back yes welcome welcome mm-hmm. oh dang i didn't prepare a beverage for myself this time but you did look at you i'll prepare it's just a small little whiskey you got a beverage Tell us would, would what you like, variety you have decided this to indulge in. Is a uh, brown liquor, um, Bushmills Irish whiskey. I usually I usually drink bourbon, yes. um, but I don't have any bourbon. Oh, so now I'm drinking okay. Irish whiskey. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, how much do you like it? Ten being, would only drink this. Oh, like a. Mm, mm, mm. That's probably like a seven or eight. It's really good. Oh, it's wow. quite nice. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. And and that entire time I was thinking, um, uh, there's a this little YouTube short called Liquor Stories with with Leahy. <laughs> yes. So he, <laughs> it's actually really funny. It's like him just drunk in a chair trying to trying to share stories about drinking and stuff like that. It is pretty pretty funny yeah so for those who don't know Leahy is a character from a popular tv show called trailer park boys and he is the i would say the the token alcoholic yeah he's definitely an alcoholic drinkers but i feel like he's yeah and he um he's the trailer park is he the supervisor manager Uh, yeah superintendent perhaps the guy who walks around with the fake cops uniform he's like the mall cop of the trailer park he is yeah if that's if that's an appropriate way of putting it he has a um equally large ego to go with it Mm, that's a fact yep and so um was it youtube produced these i don't know but it was on youtube is where i watched it i see okay yeah Cool. Highly recommend. Yeah, if just you want it's, a laugh. It's really good for a laugh, but it's pretty, pretty dumb overall. I, I quite enjoyed it. <laughs> I feel like that could be said about the Trailer Park Boys in general, but probably very yeah. entertaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember when their movie came out. How many <laughs> movies did they make? Like two or three? Fifteen years ago. Good lord. I'll have to look up the specific one that I just. Got me hooked. I told my in-laws last week that I felt old, and my father-in-law nearly punched me. (laughs) Oh. For 
for daring to feel old. Oh, man. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, yeah, no, uh, you and or Cassie sent me a video on TikTok that um, referred to Blink-182 as classic rock, and I <laughs> threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> and then I was... Uh, retelling this to Jordan and he's like when we were listening to Rolling Stones and called it our parents music it was the same age old as Blink-182 is now and I was like oh my the God. same age old yeah and that's such like, a good point though that's valid but also just cause it's true doesn't mean I have to like it yeah, that does mean I'm old, I guess. I don't know. I listen to classic rock. Blink-182 is not classic clas- rock. I guess it is. It's I punk listened rock. to it when I was um, in my youths. I listened to the classic rock, i.e. the rock of our parents. And now I listen to the rock of my youth also, now deemed classic rock. Um, and I'm just not up on the uh, the rock of today. I just kind of fell off the music train somewhere along the way. How about you? What are your... Uh... I love Blink-182. Okay. And I will... Valid. Yeah. You know what? I think I like Blink-182 for a lot of different reasons. I love the music. I love how, you know, formative the band was. I guess how... It, uh, the the impressions the band gave me during my formative years, um, I love the like. There's just the the dynamic between the three of them. Um, the Travis, dumb jokester humor. Yeah, but yeah. what is really interesting too is like how I won't say crazy because it's probably not a fair way to put it, but like Tom DeLonge mm. is a very eccentric individual. Super dupes, yeah. He, he, like, has this thing called Academy to the Stars, where they're talking about all the high-ranking people that he works with and the White House briefings and meetings and stuff they go to. Right. About and, aliens. Uh, about, it's all about aliens and how aliens are right. visiting Earth on a regular basis, and, and he's well tied into this. And they've got former, like, NASA scientists and stuff working for them, and just all kinds of interesting is like the polite way to put it yeah. interesting things going on it's but all valid i guess <laughs> i'm supposed to the casual listener it sounds pretty crazy mhm yeah if if you've never heard about his obsession with this before it sounds super out to lunch and conspiracy conspiratory cons- conspiratorial conspiratorial Conspiracy. Um, <laughs> to, to I think a lot of people and um, yeah I mean I, I'm not really on board fully to be honest um, but I mean kudos to him for being so passionate about a subject he obviously cares about a lot so may we all strive to be that <laughs> I think that's involved the in our cause yeah. Yeah. Never mind the, the subject matter. Right. Um, I was I'm actually scrolling through TikTok earlier, uh, as I do. 
And there was a, a video of this person uh, claiming to have captured footage of Bigfoot in Canada. <laughs> oh, uh, not Bigfoot. Like, uh, Bigfoot. A Yeti? A uh, thing. Yeah. And um, so, of course, I went to the comments trying to figure out what I'm looking at. Because when you're looking at the video, there's snow-covered trees everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then there's this darker thing sort of in the mid-ground of the video. Mm. And from a distance, it looks like this giant sort of ape-like thing with like a little smaller one off its hip kind of thing. So mm-hmm. you'd think like a mom and a and a baby Bigfoot. Um, <clears throat> but there's two things. Number one, you could hear other trees creaking. Okay. So it tells me that there's wind mm-hmm. while this video is being taken. And you can see this stuff. It, it almost looks like if it was a Bigfoot, it was, it was perpendicular to the camera. So okay. side on. And it was looking like if I don't look at the camera, I won't be seen. And and so all you could see is like a little bit of swaying as this thing is trying to stand still. Mm. And then I went into the comments and, and people, like there was way more people supportive of it being a Bigfoot video. Interesting. So you fell were, into the, the Bigfoot TikTok lane. Uh, I don't like. know if I f- fell into it, but I just, I stumbled across it. But I wanted to know if, if I was actually looking at an animal. Yeah. Or just, as someone suggested in the comments, um, it's a Douglas fir that someone knocked all the snow off of. Every other tree surrounding this thing was covered with snow. I see. And, this thing, and, and because it was swaying like that, I'm more inclined, and, and the simpler answer is that the snow was just not on that tree and it was blowing in the wind. Right. And um, let me guess, this video was blurry? It was a very high-quality video. Oh, yeah, it wasn't the like ones the, I uh, see are always yeah. like blurtastic. It's yeah, that's the way it always goes. Mm-hmm. I wa- I was actually uh, speaking of blurry. Mm-hmm. Um, there was uh, another TikTok <laughs> yes. video. There's this dude who's like he's not like myth busting TikToks, but um, TikTok is becoming clickbaity. Yes, people are doing a lot of the uh, the sensational captions on things. Yes. So they're like uh, one of the one of the trending sort of formats that's going around is um, pictures with a dark past or something like that, or or or, or a, a sinister hidden meaning, and they showed a picture of this white guy, like looked like he's holding a camera, he's wearing glasses, and and behind him and all around him were these um, African tribesmen, and uh, I don't know if I'm getting the first name right, but the last name was Rockefeller, and I think it was Michael Rockefeller. Okay. Um, and the person that had created the video stated this is the last known image of Michael Rockefeller uh, before he was uh, eaten by this tribe. How did they get the picture? I, I don't know. Oh. But but the, it, it cut to, so this video was stitched Okay. on TikTok. So it cut from the original, like, sinister meaning behind photos, mm-hmm. intro, and then explanation to this guy uh, who I've started following for a while now, and he's pretty informative, and he seems very well, um, I'd say researched, as long as I'm not offending anyone, um, because I don't think he's got a doctorate in anything, and I don't think his opinions are peer-reviewed, but... uh, Like, well-informed? He's super well-informed. And he's also, he doesn't seem um, inflammatory. He he doesn't go out there trying to, uh, you know get people's hackles up and get them on their back foot and and be rude or anything he's just a very calm 
collected individually. He almost seems bored sometimes when he's talking. Oh. Um, but he he was saying uh, that it's unlikely that this. Is, so what had happened was is he was going down the river in a boat with a an anthropologist or something like that, and the boat broke down, and they mm-hmm. waited in the boat for twenty four hours before he decided to swim to shore to get help and then he was never seen again mm. so the first thing is is we don't know that he was eaten by anyone we just know that right. he was never seen before mm-hmm. it's more likely that he uh, died of sickness or was you know killed by an animal right um, yeah <clears throat> but what they do know is that the tribe that lives along the shores of this river are cannibals mm. so it's okay. not a huge leap in logic but what he did show was another picture uh, of this tribe that was being observed from a distance. So I guess other anthropologists went in a bunch of years later, mm-hmm. and uh, they took they were they were taking video footage and fo- uh, photographs of the, the this tribe just get, getting about their day kind of thing. And uh, part of their activities, they were like having canoe races or something like that. So these very long but but shallow-ish dugout canoes and guys standing up. <coughs> lining the edges of the canoes mm-hmm. and there's one white guy oh and this is like 20 years later I don't know, interesting yeah, something like that yeah. so so the the interesting thing is is was he killed was he taken in by this tribe is he now a member of that tribe right somehow is is he actually dead and he was literally the only only white person that they saw there and okay. so a european person hanging out with this primitive tribe so mm-hmm. i thought that was really freaking cool like mm-hmm. i mean even if that's not true just the idea of thinking about what that would be like to get brought in and right yeah learn their learn forego, their ways learn their language yeah forgo say the modern uh ways of life at that time and yeah yeah just go back to something that's very simple I'm actually going to look it up. Yeah. But, yeah, I th- so, I mean, that was one of my uh, cooler, more interesting sort of stumble-upons. This week. Yeah, Michael oh. Rockefeller is his name. Cool. Um, before, uh, I'm just going to circle back real quick. Uh, Trailer Park Boys, the movie, mm. came out in 2006. Good 2006. Times. Yep. Goodness. Yeah. Was it grade 11? That's uh, almost, I don't know, how many years ago? <laughs> don't make me do math. That's 2021, 14. Is that eight years ago? No, 15 15? years ago. 15? I don't know. Well, 2007 More than to, 10. Two, to 2021 is 14. Yeah. So okay. 2022, there, thereabouts. Yep. So what do you want to revisit? Uh, sorry, in regards to... Oh, revisit. Yes. My, <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I asked Colin to write something down for me. Um, So in... We're, we're listening to a podcast today. So I, uh, Jordan and I went over to the house and worked on the house while um, Nana and Papa watched our children for us um, so that I could help Jordan put tile down in our front entrance, which I right. was like... I've been really eager to learn how to do all these things with the house. Um, 
because we're doing a big renovation. I don't think I've talked about it very much uh, because I've sort of been focusing on my newborn. <laughs> um, and so anyways, trying to balance wanting to participate in the renovations and then also wanting to be a present parent all day yeah, all the that's time tough. it's it's a, a juxtaposition you know uh so anyways here here we are and uh I, I was able to go work on the tile today which was like really really exciting for me i've only like sort of seen it briefly happening um so to actually take part in it was super fun we're listening to podcasts as we're doing this because i mean i feel like that's just what people our age are doing when we yeah. have other activities on the go um so shout out to chris de stefano's podcast chrissy chaos uh because we were listening to that for a bit and he was talking to the guests about marriage and whatnot and like what that implies and what our definition of marriage is today versus what it used to be um and they were using examples like you know a hundred years ago people weren't living as long and so to get married at 15 wasn't that young because your life expectancy might only be like 30 years old or 40 years old like that's i'm, yeah. I'm not saying factual numbers here i'm just like yeah we definitely out. know there's a time where your yeah. expectancy was much, much lower. Yeah, and it, like maybe it wasn't 100 years ago, maybe it was 150, but you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. um, we live a lot fucking longer now. And so their thought was a lot of people, uh, the, the, the guests that he had on, I should say, they were talking about how we should have the option to quote-unquote get married like legally sign a document that says let's do this for 10 years and revisit <laughs> <laughs> and i laughed yeah and i laughed because i i have heard a lot of people refer to marriage as a contract like you are con contractually uh like obligated um, not not obligated but like you are signing a contract with this person saying like i will be faithful to you essentially uh, mm. there's more obviously there's more to it than that but it's like it's you and me bro basically ride or die <laughs> yeah and um yeah these girls uh, i don't want to say girls these women because they're older than i am so they're not girls anyways uh these lovely women were were essentially saying that don't see themselves being with just one person forever uh but they'd love to be in long-term relationships and just have that be something that they're very much committed to and maybe in 10 years you're you're with different people uh or you decide to be with different people and maybe you decide to be with the same person and it just like it seems so odd as a concept i think for a lot of people it would actually work and I think our divorce rates might go down if people are like, hey, 10 years, you know, reevaluate, get out of here, whatever. Um, I don't know if that's the goal. Like, do we want divorce rates to go down? You know what I mean? That's well, part like, of did, it, too. Did you get a divorce? No, I just upgraded to a newer model. 
<laughs> I got out of my contract with the last one, and yeah, now I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. Um, when you put customer it that way. service was a bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, when you put it that way, it sounds very like business transactiony. Um, but then well, the I'm, the host yeah. was also bringing up the fact that we get married for love now more than ever, and that's a huge part as to why. He thinks marriage should be marriage and not changed because, like, why else would you do it? Well, I mean, that's my thought. And if if you aren't pledging a commitment to someone forever, or, or at least until you've tried absolutely everything. Yes, what, yes, why, indefinitely, why, right? Yeah, why, yeah. why put 10 years to Why not just be in a relationship with someone for 10 years and then move on to someone else? Like, right. what's the point in getting married? Yeah, what, I agree. What benefits do you get? I, I do agree with that. I think that's why I thought the concept was, like, a little bit strange to me because you can do that. You just don't have well, to get married. Or get married I, and then decide you... I don't know. Like, that's not... I, I, I think nobody should be getting into marriage with the intention of divorce. I yeah, think. Yeah, I mean... It, um, but maybe this is the new yeah. yeah maybe this is the new era like am I old school for thinking that I don't know it'd be pretty interesting to see if if there's like widespread um, adoption of a newer because right now people like they get common law they get married or they just yeah. stay in a relationship forever and right and and, and don't get married or whatever yeah you know what I mean? So a but new form it, of common law, perhaps? Or, a, yeah, a new form of marriage where it's like, uh, we're both, we know who we are. Yeah. We love each other dearly, and we are going to be committed to each other for this amount of time. Right. Once this time comes up, we're, we aren't required, like, you know, it, it's no longer a, a moral objection to then terminate that relationship and move on to someone else because right. you've you've you you honored each other within the terms that you've decided to honor each other. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't know. I don't I don't see the point personally because mm. um, that's just not who I am or how I roll. But mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it, if there's people out there that, that are doing this. It obviously makes sense to them mm -hmm. somehow, some way. Um, and as ridiculous as it sounds to me, I ought, I ought not to judge them mm -hmm. for the way they see things. Mm -hmm. I I feel similarly to you, um, and I wonder if it's in the way that we were raised or um, how marriage was presented, maybe uh, to both of us growing up. Um, I mean, I like my mom is divorced like it's not a um foreign sort of concept to me um but i think she still left the impression that like marriage is a commitment mm -hmm. and you're making a permanent commitment when you do that and and whatever happens like, there are some, I don't want to say extreme circumstances. I mean, in some cases, yes, there are. Um, but there's some situations that can't be overcome sometimes. Yeah, and I don't think... I and don't I, think that shouldn't be the norm. Mm -hmm. 
I don't imagine right. many people go into a relationship thinking that divorce is an option. Right. Oh, if, if I don't exactly. like it, I'll just get a divorce. It's like, yeah. I think the people that get divorced <laughs> is like, you know, things about each other that they didn't realize or didn't think about or didn't mm-hmm. understand. And then, and then they tried and tried and tried and it didn't work. Yeah. That's, that's different than going into it with the condition like, you know, I don't like this pen when the Reuses. pen stops working. I'm just going to throw it out. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. And um, Jordan said something interesting as we were listening. He's like, I've heard of a few people talk about this sort of idea. And um, he's like, after 10 years, that person is, much, is a different person person as much as you are a different person after 10 years and sometimes people grow apart and sometimes they grow together together yeah yeah and um that's an interesting point of view because it would explain it like you don't know this is something i think about all the time is like the little things that happen to you in a day or i i think about this especially with the people that you meet Mm -hmm. you you don't control who you meet and some people that enter your lives are like the best people and some people that enter your lives, you're like, I could have done with never knowing you, ever. <laughs> and now you're a stain on my memory. Mm. But, um, yeah, when you, when you, you, you just, like, by virtue of living, things happen to you and you don't know how you're going to handle them or how those things are going to imprint you. upon you, shape you. Yeah, that's yeah. another way of putting it. Yeah. And, yeah, you could so absolutely true. grow apart. Yeah. Um, what do you think, I think about that happens i don't want to say more when you're young i think there is something um that happens the more experience and the more life you live uh i don't want to say regardless of age but some people live multiple experiences in life you know before the age of 20 for example yeah and some people might not have those experiences or exposure to different things in life for their entire lifetime of like 80 years um so i feel like that is a huge factor in the person you are and who you end up with ultimately i think yeah it's it's interesting too because you 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 could talk about it like people i I saw a clip on tiktok about this like 50 55 year old couple it was a scene from a show. I don't know what it was mm. called. And I can't remember. But she basically wanted a divorce mm. because she wasn't happy and he was very satisfied with, with their lives. Right. So it's it's kind of like, I don't want to say archetypal, but inevitably in a relationship, someone could get bored and the other one is very satisfied, quite content. Mm. They are happy with the things they have, the, the, uh, the lifestyle that they've generated. Mm-hmm. Um, they're good to go with the routine and all this kind of stuff. And... And the other person might just be like, you know what, this is not what I, uh, you know, people get a dog. Like, right. oh my God, this is going to be amazing. And then they get right. a dog and like, fuck this thing. i got to clean up after it and keep mm-hmm. shitting on stuff and biting everything. Like, yeah. So sometimes people actually maybe just didn't think through what they thought it was going to be or, you know, they just keep thinking, you know, the grass could be greener on the other side. I, right, yeah. And, or I, and I don't know if that's a function of are they truly dissatisfied and unhappy or are they just unwilling uh, to be grateful for what they do have? And, and I don't question. think it's, 
I, I don't think those are like the only two options. Yeah. Because um, it, it's, you know, every day it becomes more and more apparent to me that like you can't possibly know what's going on in someone's head. Right. Yeah. So in any in any instance where uh, a serious relationship is about to dissolve, I can't imagine that the people didn't think about it long and hard. Um, yeah. Especially if it was a deliberate thing, like we grew apart and I need to not be here versus like like serious abuse or, you know, mm-hmm. what you know what I mean? Like that's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, I agree. Um, it, th- it's such a unique... Uh, every relationship is a unique ex- relationship. You know? Absolutely. I don't there, think there's there, any other way to put it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Do, do, do you think... So just talking about different relationships and, and different formats for being in love with someone and expressing that, um, what are your thoughts on open relationships, open marriages? I know, and I've worked with a few people that um, are in open relationships. Interesting. Um, yeah, and like they, the, the one that I'm thinking of in particular is quite young. He was much younger than, than we are. Oh, wow. Uh, and he's married in, in, in an open relationship. And, uh, and then I think about there's a difference between getting into a relationship and acknowledging and communicating that it's an open relationship mm-hmm. and then trying to migrate a monogamous relationship right. into an open relationship. Yeah. I, uh, I'm paraphrasing Dr. Drew, but he, uh, in all his years, has uh, identified that going from a monogamous relationship into an open relationship uh nine times out of ten ends in failure meaning the the end of that monogamous relationship Mm -hmm. completely like it'll dissolve it uh whereas if you do go into it as an open relationship um the precedent is already there and both people are already on the same page about it whereas what tends to happen in the monogamous going open relationships is that one person maybe has that sort of like wanting more type of thing yeah uh you know it's it's again paraphrasing what i've heard a professional talking about this is not like my own experience or knowledge or anything like that the world according Um, to jenna uh, the world according to dr drew (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah he um essentially has witnessed that one person typically is reaching out hoping to add someone because they don't either feel fulfilled or they're curious or maybe bored um for whatever reason it might be um and the other person usually wants to jump on board because it's like hey you're my person i want to make you happy blah 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 Uh, but then ultimately it doesn't really work out how they may both have hoped because it's very like you're changing the framework of what you originally had completely whereas if you start off that way yeah yeah, uh, i will say it's not for me (laughs) um i i don't want to say i'm much too insecure but yeah like i I was gonna say i can't keep cassie happy there's no way i could keep (laughs) a bunch of other people happy you know what i mean Right. Um, And I just feel like it's, uh, yeah, if it's, if it's laid out from the start, I feel like that's what you're expecting. That's what 
you're in for right Mm -hmm. um there's a woman i follow named shan shannon boudram i think it's just shan i don't think it's shannon actually uh shan boudram and she's like a um i don't say self-titled but there's not really a title for this she calls herself a sex expert and so she's just been studying how humans function and relationships and sexuality and blah 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 and that all is like very much intertwined and she herself um is in an open marriage with her husband um but i think since i haven't really uh checked up on her (laughs) since she had a baby but um it seems yes with her husband and it just it seems like they've kind of closed their relationship and she right. said that they all they did often take um periods of time where they weren't open weren't in an open relationship yeah, yeah. for for circumstance circumstances that were very personal or private or whatever she used the example you know if you lost a loved one for example uh talking to your partner i mean at the time it was her her boyfriend and now husband um she's like talking to him about who am i gonna go out and hook up with just didn't seem uh like the right yeah it didn't make sense thing to be focusing on if your significant other is in yeah a very or like starting a family or yeah and so like now diff- yeah they have a little girl and uh she was a big advocate for talking to her daughter about like all the multitude of types of relationships when she's obviously older mature enough to to yeah. have that conversation with her but it just before like finding this woman online i was like totally clueless to that it, the existence of that even yeah. i was just like what and then hearing her talk about it and i want to say in such an eloquent and yet plain way uh made it seem like oh this is just a natural part of some people's lives and like i said it's just not for me i don't want to say i don't understand it i understand it thanks to her like her explaining it um but yeah i feel like i don't actually know anybody so it's interesting that you have had like conversations with someone who is in an open relationship and obviously they sound happy with well and i haven't the situation up, like, like you said but one thing that is clear is you like i agree with you 100 percent. like laying it out at the the beginning is important yeah uh, or at least they they tell me it's important and they all, they also have rules just like this this doctor or this right pseudo doctor you're talking about mentioned yeah. um there's a guy named aubrey <laughs> marcus who's uh the oh CEO yes yes of on it uh, yes. He's got a podcast. He's got a company and stuff like that. And he was in a uh, a very well advertised uh, advertises not the right word uh, advocated uh, open relationship with his wife for a very long time. I don't know if Her it name was, was his Whitney. Wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. They ended up um, not staying in a relationship, and they were very public about uh, explaining why without getting too detailed right um and just sharing because i think 
I mean, it's super personal, so I could see how, like, you want to share up to a certain point so that people can understand and respect, but I think there's a boundary there for sure. Like, you don't have to, as they say, like, your dirty laundry or whatever. Well, I think it was important for him to share because he was such a huge advocate for it. They were such huge advocates for it. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily for the open relationship, but just allowing people to uh, love or share their love the way they want to share their love. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, they actually developed a guide to help other couples understand, uh, work through, and communicate through what it is to be in an open relationship. Interesting. Um, and I think it was, so maybe maybe they felt a little bit of responsibility to say, hey, this one's not working out for us mm-hmm. for these and these reasons. It doesn't mean that you, I think the assumption could have been, well, you, you were such an advocate for it. Why isn't it working out? Well, yeah. You know, why did your parents get divorced? It, it just happens sometimes. Yep. A relationship is still a relationship. Like, there's still the, the basics, and sometimes that stuff doesn't doesn't always come together nicely. The takeaway. Yeah, the takeaway. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was – so he I, – I actually ended up uh, sending that to this guy I work with who is uh, in an okay. open relationship. And yeah. they already have rules and stuff like that. But and, – and going back to the – starting in a monogamous relationship mm-hmm. and then going to an open relationship I feel like I feel like that's going to be generated from a place of wanting mm-hmm. so you're missing something in your relationship and and whatever that is you're going to find it yeah, of course you're going to find it somewhere else mm-hmm. it's way too easy there's billions of people out there yeah um, but what that's opportunity turn, is everywhere yeah <laughs> What, what that could turn into is, um, and this is just me kind of like imagining if the situation was was this for me. Okay. How would that inf- impact my relationship? But I, I couldn't imagine me identifying something that I needed from someone else. Mm-hmm. And then over a series of iterations, because who knows how long, eventually I think it would happen that I would find someone I'd rather spend time with than my wife. <gasps> and then... I, 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 that's going from the monogamous to the open. I don't think. I think that's a pitfall. I don't think it'd be happening all the time. Sure. Uh, some people might be able to control themselves or, or at least rationalize it. But I feel like that'd be a trap. I feel like uh, Cassie's also the ultimate person. So. Let's hope she doesn't listen to that part of the episode. It'd be it'd be hard it'd be hard to, supersede. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll just cut that part and we'll say the part where you remind us how wonderful your lovely wife is. I definitely <laughs> thought you were going to say about, I thought you were going to say something to the effect of like, we'll cut that part out and just talk about how you've imagined stepping on your wife and being, being with other women. <laughs> oh no. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, uh, that would have been brutal. Yeah. No, I, but no. fucking hilarious. Uh, no. I feel like... Yeah, no. But uh, to to that end, I also agree that uh, uh, happy for people to find what they need, but also not for me. Yeah, I have it's a hard enough time managing this one. <laughs> yeah, what one person? I feel like I have to use all of my knowledge and life about communication to to navigate through this one relationship that I have with one individual um, 
that we now have two children like I have two mm-hmm. children with him and uh it's it's a lot like it just not in a bad way it just there's a lot of layers to it and I feel like I've, I'm just I, I, starting to get good at it, I think. I don't want to jinx it. I almost feel like but. being in an open relationship would just be plain exhausting. Right, yeah. Like, if you've got a job, and like this lady you're talking about, they've got kids yeah. transitioning back to an open relationship, you're like, oh, like, like Cassie and I barely have enough time to spend together as it is. Right, just yeah. Just with work and the kids and stuff. I don't know how you're, you're talking to other to people. Go, bang other people like you're on tinder <laughs> or your whatever right. these websites are and yeah and i don't know how you friggin' find time put and yourself the money, out there yeah. you can't just go to friggin' mcdonald's every time you gotta go to nice places dating. buy flowers oh, yeah God. and if you're not yeah. dating your current partner like it means it's easy in a monogamous relationship mm-hmm. to not date each other mm-hmm. um, but if you were in an open relationship if you're dating someone you have to date them all you right. gotta treat me like I- at least treat your primary like better than the others. Right. Yeah. So so that I, they I know, know that they're spe- or whatever arrangement yeah. you. The one you're living got, with right. should get bigger flowers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it works. If anyone out there is in an open relationship and like to weigh in, I think we need more. Yeah. We would. We would yeah. love to hear. And also, uh, please let us know how it's going and any information that you're willing to to share on the subject because um we're interested we want to maybe uh uh yeah i'll just uh i'll see i'll, I'll get some i'll gather some faqs and i'll talk to cassie i'm sure she'll do much better at it than i would but uh <laughs> yeah we'll see how it goes like cassie what are your thoughts she was like yeah Shut up, Colin. She's already annoyed with me. There's no way she's going to put up with another guy. Hmm. Good point. Or she'll find someone else who's less annoying. Makes way more money. Well, that that just doesn't sound like Cassie. No, that's why it's ridiculous. Oh, okay. She's I'm totally, like, wait a minute. I was about to say satisfied. She's totally content. Oh, okay. Like yeah, when I you were describing the person who's happy in the relationship earlier. Yeah. Well, you, she's definitely You would person. similarly describe Cassie. She's yeah. very, yeah. yes. She's she's good to go. She's good to go. We'll, like we'll, we'll check back in in 10 years and see what's Yeah, up. revisit. Yeah. Revisit yeah. in 10 years. Uh, do yeah. a little check in. But you yeah, know, that we'll makes put... me think of something. Sorry, I feel like I'm cutting yeah, you off. No, Hold your thought. No. Um, yeah. We should be revisiting with our partners regularly anyways no like i feel yep. like i I think so i don't do this like hey i'm checking in with you but i feel like the conversations and communication that you have with your person over the course I, of time i literally say the words check in oh okay well, th- well so i don't want to the i point. don't want cat yeah i don't want cassie to think like i'm i've i've got something i'm dealing with or i'm uh, I'm asking a veiled question. I'm like, hey, I'm just checking in. Like, are you good to go? Right. Yeah. Are you Are you still happy? Are you still? Is there anything that, you know, We're, I could be doing better to address right. your needs, or I don't know, give me some feedback. And yeah. of course, she she just says, yeah, good to go. And then we switch topics. But uh, <laughs> good to yeah. go. Yeah. And just don't beat around the bush anymore because it's not worth it. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um. 
and I feel like I would I would take pointers from you guys because you have been together I I feel like longer than anyone else I know so you gotta be doing something right you know yeah both is uh, well she's clearly more awesome than I am but it rubs off on occasion <laughs> it rubs off. yeah after this many years together it's yeah. it's bound to right yeah I think uh, she just doesn't want to deal with the legal hassle right now oh my god uh, no. I feel like you're going to change I don't, topics. There. No, <laughs> no, no. I just, I, I don't want to feed into your insecurities. So I'm just, oh, it's I'm just, just a joke. change it's subject. Just a joke. Oh, okay. It's okay. It's okay. just, just a joke. Um, I know she loves me. She does. She does. It's true. Um, what, what subject, do you have any subjects or topics that you would like to bring forth today? I got two polar opposites. Uh, Cassie got me onto one, and I discovered another. Uh oh. Um, have you seen the lineup for the Super Bowl halftime show this year? Mm, no. Who is it? It's a it's a throwback to the nineties. We oh. got Dr. Dre. Stop. Snoop Dogg. Oh. Snoop Dogg a dog. Yeah. Eminem. What? And and maybe Slim Shady too. Maybe Slim Shady. Uh, Mary J. Blige. Okay. And this one's a weird, because it, it, he's, he's not part of this generation, or, I don't know, I'm making an assumption here, uh, Kendrick Lamar. Oh, well, I mean, Kendrick Lamar is... I feel like he's newer. Fantastic. So, I don't know any of his music. What? But I'm super stoked to see them all putting a show together yeah i agree it's gonna be very hip-hop which i don't think i've seen at the super bowl before i'm sh- yeah i'm trying to think if uh... not that i can recall yeah i mean the weekend played last year but i don't know if he's hip-hop okay i think he's considered pop yeah yeah like he's he's got his own i don't uh, unique sound mm-hmm. uh but i think it's still the pop genre yeah February 13th Super Bowl I was gonna say we gotta gotta pencil that in that's gonna be a good one yeah I think so so. um how do you watch football because back in the day meaning growing up I feel like the the halftime show was something that I would watch on cable tv (laughs) who has that anymore cable tv I don't know I don't think anyone has anymore, but what everyone does have is either satellite, where you're going to get the Super Bowl. Okay, satellite. Is that uh, a pay-per-view or, event, or is it just uh, on It should a be channel on, like, CTV and NBC. And okay. I actually have no idea who's got the broadcast rights. Uh, so Mike, it would if, be... If you're listening, you let us know. Oh, yes. Mike would know? Mike, Mike will definitely know. Okay. But... What a lot of people do now is uh, there's an app called DAZN. It's spelled D-A-Z-N. Okay. Um, and it's like 20 bucks you know, a month. You know, can I just... I'm completely out of touch because I thought that app's name was Dazen. Dazen. Yeah. I remember I went to school with a guy who thought the band called NoFX was called Nofix. Nofix. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm out of touch, folks, if that wasn't an indication. So, so yes. if you, if you, if you so, download the... Dazen app. Um, <laughs> it's like 20 oh, bucks a month. You can stop anytime. Um, and 
I don't know if there's blackouts or anything for the Super Bowl, but there shouldn't be. But you get like, uh, other than UFC fighting, you get um, Premier League, Bundesliga. You get all like the the, the main soccer leagues. Sorry, mm-hmm. football leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get football. I think you get baseball. There's billiards. There's like all kinds of sports that are just uh, run through this app. So okay. like the people that I know that watch football um, use that streaming service. But I don't so like is that the kind of thing that you, uh, I c- we could assume people are downloading for the month of February specifically to watch the Super Bowl if it's not blacked out? Uh, yeah, I wonder. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised, too, if, because, like, with most apps, there's a free trial period. I see, yeah. And I think this one's only seven days, but I wouldn't be surprised if people tried to download the app on the 12th uh, and just use the free trial to watch the Super Bowl, that it wouldn't right. actually allow them to watch the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Watch anything else, but I don't know. Pretty Maybe big. the trial is not applicable during that time. Yeah, maybe that's it, too. Maybe. But yeah, streaming services, or or there's like a lot of people that will figure. I don't know how these tech people do it, but they they watch it and then they stream it onto the internet. So you find these live links all over the internet, and you can watch it that way too. I have never figured out how to watch one of those. I feel like I've I've have done my best. <laughs> I used to think I was good with computers, but now I think I'm my uh, knowledge is antiquated. And, uh, yeah, no clue. Can never find a live stream. I've been stymied at every turn. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Have you had success? No. That, yeah. That's what stymied means. Oh, okay, okay. No, yeah. no bueno. So if anybody knows how to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're on this public forum, if you can hook us up with the illegal sports broadcasting, <laughs> yeah. really love that. Yeah, that'd be super dupes. I gotta save my money, you know. I just—that's why I don't want to spend it on twenty dollars a month for an app that I don't use. I mean, twenty bucks isn't that much, I suppose, in the grand scheme of things. Um, Yeah, which I now I'm curious as to like how many services exist that stream the Super Bowl that are subscribed or purchased. For the express purpose of watching it. Sorry, could you say say that again? Like, the amount of of, um, broadcasting services or uh, apps or... Because I'm sure there's several different ways that you can watch this, right? You know, sort of as we've established already. Um, I'm just wondering how many of those get purchased for the express purpose of watching the Super Bowl. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the stats on that. And I'm not going to look know. it up. It's just going to be a question in my mind now. No, we're just going to let it <laughs> float in the ether. Um, it, Was that all of your one topics? More. Oh, okay. I got one more. Okay. So I, I found this really cool uh, internet website. Mm-hmm called hang on let me pull it up here i got it prepped and ready to go hang on a second it is called uh, tosdoctor.org what does T- tos stand for terms of service whoa so what? you go to this website tosdoctor.org yeah 
and instead of you reading uh, all the terms uh, uh, terms and, and conditions and stuff like that uh, for all the things that you use on the internet, yeah. this thing basically boils it down for you. So, Like they make it English? Yeah, so they give each thing a grade okay, and explains why they've given that grade. So, for example, Facebook has Meta. a grade... Has a grade E. What does E mean? Bad. Okay. So what's sorry? What's the scale? uh, I I haven't seen anything less than E, but I've seen B. Okay. Uh, I've not seen an A yet. Oh, hang on. Where's the Duck Duck Go one? Oh, grade A. Duck Duck Goes are grade A. (gasps) So, so for Facebook, for example, Facebook, Amazon, Reddit, uh, YouTube. Khan Academy, Pinterest, WikiHow, Spotify, CNN, and Apple services for different reasons, but they're all grade E. Hmm. So for Facebook, for example, I'll just list off some of the reasons why it's a grade E, and then I'll compare it to the grade A. Okay. So Facebook stores your data whether you have an account or not. Mm-hmm. Your identity is used in ads that are shown to other users. The service can read your private messages. Mm-hmm. The service can browse your pr- or can view your browser history. Mm-hmm. Deleted content is not really deleted. I've heard that. The service it's stored sort of in their permanent yeah. database. Yeah. Uh, app required for this service requires broad device permissions. Yes. So you know, like when you're going on web pages all the time now. Uh, it says accept all cookies or like uh, adjust your preferences. Yes. So if you went in to adjust your preferences for Facebook, it wouldn't allow it because they need a lot of broad permissions. Gotcha. They need those Am- cookies. Amazon says uh, terms may be changed at any time at their discretion without notice. Mm-hmm. Third party cookers are. So some of these are like how they use your data, others are like what's actually written in the terms of service. Right. A lot of people get, um, sorry, speaking of Amazon, because it's one of the websites where ads pop up that are things related to other searches you've already done uh, or things that you have searched for in other apps or whatever. Um, But that's the ad block. I don't know what else to call it, but like the actual ad imagery and whatnot is based off of your Google search because I think it's a Google ad. If that makes sense. Yeah, it says right here, this service tracks you on other websites. Yeah, there you go. So a lot of people get spooked by that. They're like, how? How do they know? I'm like, it's delete your browsing history. Delete all your cookies. Delete all uh, all that stuff. um, And that should go back to something generic afterwards. One of the things for uh, Amazon is you waive your right to a class action. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, With every purchase you make or just by having an account? uh, By having an account. Okay. Because you agree to the terms and services. Interesting. So I can't have a class action lawsuit against Amazon or against anybody selling on Amazon. Like say somebody sold you something and it never showed up. And this happened to 100 million people. Yeah. Yeah, or like they were, I don't know, anthrax or something like that. Right, yeah. 
and somebody so decided to file a class action. Can you do that, or is it because they sold through Amazon you can't? I wonder. Yeah, I'm sure it would be tricky, but... Okay. Um, let's do Google. Google is... It's bad. Google tracks it, everything. Google's the worst. It's, it's a grade E. Okay. Uh, they store data on you even if you do not interact w with the service. Okay. Your identity is used in ads that are shown to other users. The service can read your private emails. <gasps> um, Wait. Through Google? Like if you have a Gmail? Or no? Because that I'm would kind of make sense. You have a Gmail account with that website. This service is able to access, scan, review, or read all user communications, including private messages, which may, may contain personal or sensitive data. Uh-oh. Uh, and there's a lot of uh, examples. Okay. Of, so, like, privacy tools, Instagram, Roblox, Drop, Patook, WikiAll, Fox News. I don't know. It's crazy. Hmm. Um the service can view your browser history and the service holds on to content that you've deleted. And so like Whoa. Yeah, like there's a bunch more, like it's a long, long list of things, but those are the top big ones. Okay. But anyway, TOS Doctor, so it's TOSDR.org. Okay. Uh really interesting site to get an idea. And it kind of just lays it out in plain language like this right. service tracks you on other websites cool good to know and so, you, if you hover over it it explains like for example this service tracks you on other websites you hover over it with your browser and the dialog box pops up and it makes it sound less ominous but they say when you visit sites that use google analytics google and a google analytics customer mailing information about your activity from that site with activity from other sites that use our ad services so when they say other websites, it's other websites that are connected to Google. Mm -hmm. So it's a little, right. like you said earlier, it's a little less nefarious. It makes sense. Yeah. But it's still not something you want. Yeah, it still feels like the watchful eyes over you mm -hmm. a little bit, for sure. Um, how did you come upon this website? Well, where do you think I find all the greatest things on the internet right the now? The TikTok. The TikTok. The TikTok. It, it was TikToking to me, and I was, <laughs> I was listening. <laughs> I see. I see. So, like, what a good website looks like? DuckDuckGo, which I believe I've heard of. This is a web Search browser. Engine? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the service does not track you. No need to register. The cookies used by this service do not contain information that would personally identify you. IP addresses of websites visitors of website visitors are not tracked. Uh, the service provides archives of their terms of service so that changes can be viewed over time. Mm. The service provides an onion site accessible over accessible over Tor. The service provides an onion site. Oh, that's written twice. Uh, there's a data last updated terms conditions may change but your continued acceptance is not inferred from an earlier acceptance flow the service makes critical changes to its terms without user involvement which is bad but anyway like that's much better okay. seems much more I, my, I think it's it's interesting I don't think anyone's going to do anything with the information because everyone's watched 
the social dilemma mm-hmm. and they, they know that you're being tracked everywhere you go no matter what so what's the real point but yeah it's um it's interesting because <laughs> like all all that data that they're trying to collect is to feed that algorithm and and whatnot like it's a whole machine right um online and i feel like websites that aren't tracking those things are we'll say truly free um not cost wise but like you have the freedom to search the wide expanse of the internet in the case of DuckDuckGo specifically we'll say versus google where google if they're tracking your ip address you're going to get searches that are catered to where you are located um and i think that sometimes that's handy but sometimes it's not um like say i experienced this over the summer because i i would be in coburg during the week and then if i had a wedding on the weekend i'd be in ottawa and it would cater searches to where i was geographically and that's based i think if i understand this correctly on my ip address at the time um anyways i just it is handy sometimes uh but it seems like a huge infringement on your personal security uh your personal information and data online um you hear about all these like breaches of security facebook was in deep deep doo-doo for a while they went <laughs> to court over it um it's a-, a lot why i actually stopped using facebook because it just seemed like a platform that really cared about human interaction and then all of a sudden it really wasn't um and i mean i know now they own instagram which makes instagram the same but that's also for a long time they have yeah Yeah. eight years or something wild um and they don't own tiktok and they don't like tiktok because they can't control it which makes me feel like slowly everything is going to kind of mesh together i hope it doesn't become monopolized like i hope all these online resources aren't monopolized because i feel like then it becomes a huge security issue i think for people um not that i want to go down that rabbit hole necessarily but um if you look at something like tiktok and i think we've talked about this before where the you know the governing agency of tiktok is not related to anything else so it's kind of at that that i think i know i that i can think of um or that i know of and so i feel like people are going to gravitate towards that if they feel like they're trying to share information about things that like facebook is going to block for example or instagram might block you might not get blocked on tiktok for that same thing you know yeah yeah that just an example um yeah i see what you're saying 
it's nice to have options to go and use this global service instead of being pigeonholed into whatever ser- like yeah. the services you're being told to use because the same person owns it all. Yeah, and it's I, as much as there's also an algorithm for TikTok, I feel like um, it's not the same as it, it might be just as bad or just yeah, as good, whatever way you want to s- see it, but um, it's not like literally the same as Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or whatever. Um, and hopefully so that continues to happen. Like hopefully there's all these little sort of spuds that keep growing uh, there's, um, over time. So like YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and, and even TikTok, yes. they all have their c- community guidelines. Yes. <clears throat> so the things you can or can't do on that platform right. based off their guidelines. Yeah. And, if this happens, uh, you know, we, we saw this all the time with COVID and during big, uh, like, federal or national elections, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Canada or the States. But people are tweeting or posting or whatever, and it's like, you know, this this is not aligned with the community guidelines that this, this post is, has been removed or deleted or whatever. And then people yeah. eventually get their accounts banned. And I know Twitter was... was in uh, in hot water for a while because they were banning people uh, who were essentially Republicans uh, in the U.S. Like based on political views? Yeah, based oh. on the political views. Like I think, anyway, it's just, <clears throat> that's one of those things where, and I don't envy the CEO, like the, the people who run these um, services mm-hmm. because they're trying to create a globally appropriate venue for people to interact with each other and it's that it's impossible it's impossible because there's there's there are cultural differences there are gender differences there are societal differences like Mm -hmm. something that's offensive here is completely acceptable somewhere else and vice versa and it's Mm -hmm. just impossible to do that um so i i think of two examples uh a lot of people were uh, getting kicked off YouTube. A lot of people were getting kicked off Twitter right. and Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so there are other services out there. Like one of them is called uh, Parlay or Parler. Okay. It's, it's spelled like P-A-R-L-E-R. So okay. it's a French word to speak. Okay. And it's supposed to be a lot more, um, uh, not open-minded. Um, open forum. Open forum, thank you. Okay. Uh, so so the, the people that are being banned on these things... <clears throat> they're going to say inflammatory stuff. They're going to say controversial stuff, but they're actually just regular opinions that other large groups don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a guy in London. Uh, his name is, I want to say, Brian Rose. Okay. Uh, and he's got a podcast called London Real. And he, I don't know if he still is, but he was, he, he decided to uh, run for the mayor of London. He's oh, wow. An Ameri- he's an American expat. Um, <clears throat> and he had a really great show, and he had, like, great guests, and but he was just getting sick of everything uh, that was going on, and he decided to put his money where his mouth is, essentially. Um, but he was also taken off YouTube uh, because his views started to upset people. Um, to disagree with the... Mm-hmm. Right. And so what mm. he ended up doing is he crowdsourced the funding and created his own online video platform. 
Uh, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's like London Real TV or something like that. Okay. Uh, so he just basically, I don't know what he did, just bought server space and 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 designed a website and stuff like that. Right. But yeah. The it what's apparent to me is that. If it becomes a problem, someone will develop a solution for it. Mm-hmm. That's so if fair. Facebook's the only thing that's available, then someone else is going to come up with something else that, that's going to catch fire and take over. Mm-hmm. I feel like we kind of saw that happen between Twitter and Facebook for a long time, sort of at the inception of social media. Um, and then there were other popular sites like Vine, for example, was popular, and then Snapchat came along. And yeah. I'm sure there's a multitude of others that I'm just not remembering right now. Um, but it's interesting to see the evolution of it uh, yeah. as much as it, I don't know, s- parts of it kind of make my skin crawl <laughs> uh, just because it, it, I don't want to say it's, they take advantage, but sometimes it feels like it's not genuine as a service um i think that's what bugs me about it and then of course a service like instagram comes along and kind of shook things up uh and then gets bought out by one of the bigger the bigger players and it's kind of like ah man i don't know Uh, there needs to be more variety yeah but just enough actually sorry Speak of more variety, there used to be such thing as MySpace. Maybe that was the beginning of social media. I think so. Anywho, it was definitely before Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know if it... It must have been before Twitter. Or was it around the same time? I'm not sure. I um, have no idea. <laughs> but yeah, this all... Uh, it's nice to see that there's still variety and it's not going to be monopolized so far. Um, there's just so many people and opinions and, and, uh, things that people share, like, even if it's just pure entertainment, I want to say, you know, 75% of the TikToks I watch are pure entertainment, uh, and, and maybe just that little 25% remaining is actual information, (laughs) Uh, and, and as much as I think it's actual information, I, I'm not fact checking, so I don't actually know if it's accurate, but it's interesting nonetheless. Um, but yeah, the internet is such an interesting place at, and I don't, I don't want to get into it too much today, but perhaps our next episode, uh, this whole metaverse thing that they've been talking about, how it's going to be kind of a virtual world. And I was like, didn't we already see this play out in the matrix like haven't we already thought this through like that was a complete thought that whole series no i got i gotta i gotta cut you off there sure yeah i'm getting too far the matrix was about how the real world sucked okay and you were plugged in to like a computer program you weren't a real person in in the, like you and i if we were in the matrix mm-hmm. we are everything we are experiencing is being like just just plugged in directly into our brains mm. we're not experiencing you're in those pods of gel and stuff like that you're doing literally fuck all right yeah. um but the metaverse is more like it's 
the bridge between so like for example everyone's doing ms teams and zoom meetings and stuff like that right mm-hmm. so the metaverse will create the opportunity for everyone to be at home at their computer they throw on a vr headset and they're in the boardroom at their virtual building office tower building yeah having a meeting around a table right uh instead of sitting in their underwear behind a chair dressed from the waist up right yeah um and so the way i liken uh the metaverse to what i know is the the book and then of course the movie ready player one i'm not familiar with it you should definitely at least at least watch the movie oh okay um but I, I feel like uh, what Metaverse is or what Meta is doing is is making that a reality where they're bridging the gap between what is capable online and what is not capable online. Okay. So that people can execute more and more functions and services on the internet. It'll, okay. It's a, yeah. Virtually. It, yeah. Like, I see. Like, yeah. Kids go to school online. People go to work online. People play games online like everything happens online and how long until that becomes the matrix where we're doing everything online and we're no longer doing things in real life well as long as we are not being farmed to power uh like the sentinels and stuff like that. right okay fair then then it'll never become the matrix okay fair 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 yeah Interesting. I feel like I'm going to have to watch. It's a movie, you say? Ready Player One? Ready Player One. I highly recommend okay. the book. It okay, is okay. a million times better than the movie. The, the movie Always. wasn't as disappointing as I wanted it to be, or Always. as I thought it would be, but yeah. It's, it's a super interesting concept. Okay. I feel like the way that you've put it makes it sound a lot more uh, innocent than how I was interpreting it. I was like getting so overwhelmed. I was like, what? Because, I mean, digital currency exists now as well. And uh, that's kind of, I think, going to merge together where you'll likely end up using your digital currency for your virtual purchases and things like that. So that's a whole other realm that I'm, like, not even knowledgeable about. I keep hearing the word NFTs, and I'm like, what? Non-fungible token or something? I can't remember. Right. Yeah. But... So, like, for example, like, we're already doing it. Like, people go online, like, they play Call of Duty or Minecraft. Okay. And they spend their real money. Yes. To buy tokens within the game. Yes. To make in-game purchases. Yes. So, it's it's already happening. And, and to be quite honest. They're just going um, to, like, choose Dogecoin or Bitcoin or whatever as their they'll currency. They'll probably come up with their own. Oh, to okay. be honest, because yeah. it doesn't matter what the thing is. Like, if you're spending, if they call it a token, yeah, and and you want to buy, uh, you want to buy, one of the examples in the book, for example, is like he's he's in. They call it the Oasis. Okay. That's 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 what the meta is. Okay. It's the online accessible simulator, whatever. I don't know. Um. <clears throat> He he needs to eat while he's doing his stuff. Like he needs mm. to eat in real life while he's he's doing stuff in the oasis. So in the oasis, he orders a pizza mm-hmm. and he pays for it in the oasis. Mm-hmm. And then his 
tokens are transferred to a pizzeria somewhere where he lives. They mm-hmm. make him a pizza and then they deliver to his house and he gets to eat it. I see, I see. Yeah, it's just like everything everything happens online. And to be honest, I think... Is it a facilitator? It can be. Okay. Uh, and I think it will be more than it's not, but it, it's like the... It's it's one of the next great innovations and it, mm-hmm. it has to happen and it's going to happen. So, uh, like everything, uh, like we talked about, there's no world that we raise our kids in where... They don't have screens in front of them. Ugh, yeah. Uh, their kids won't know what it's like to not conduct business online. Right. Like you'll 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 hop on your VR headset, you'll log into your account, and you'll go to the lawyer's office to sign your mortgage. So you don't actually have to go into the lawyer's office because mm-hmm. like you can sign because you're almost documents doing, on your phone anyway. Yeah, like I, I was gonna say, having experienced a house purchase this year. Um, or within COVID, I should say, because I feel like COVID really um, exacerbated this whole process where yeah. people are being, uh, are given the opportunity to do things virtually now uh, more than ever. So I feel like, yeah, you know, we signed our mortgage documents and our our house purchase agreement and all of those things online through uh an app called DocuSign for example which can be used for all types of of legal documentation so hopefully they don't get (laughs) um what's the word compromised at any point because I feel like a lot of people's important information is on there but anyway yeah, that'll be yeah. the greatest threat is cybersecurity because it's already right. a problem. But then there will be cyber police because there isn't really that right now. The police, the literal, like, police are in charge of it and they have no ability to control it at all. Control so, what? Things that happen on the internet like, oh, hey, somebody fraudulently did this to me online. You know what I mean? There's no. But so real, there's. There, there if a are crime some, is committed online, yeah. the, the police can do something about it. Sorry. I don't think I'm describing this correctly. Um, not. It, the laws are slowly adapting to what's happening online, right? But as. I, I think things online are progressing faster than the laws can keep up to them specifically regarding cybersecurity issues. Um, I can't think of one in particular right at this moment, but I feel like I've heard of a few instances where people were trying to report things that were happening to them online and the police were like, well, we can't do anything about it because they're not breaking any laws technically. Even though it is whatever was happening wasn't right. Um... So I feel like that will likely cause cybersecurity to get beefed up and like maybe there will be divisions of of the police and maybe this is already happening somewhere. I just don't think it's happening here um, that are dedicated solely to ensuring people's safety and security in the online virtual world, right? I mean, I feel like there's already an element of that. Like I know yeah. <coughs> most major... You know, policing organizations have a, a, a cyber unit okay. designed to um, 
Manage. I don't know. Manage. Like, think of how much bad things go on, like, like uh, child human trafficking. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. You know, uh, pornography, drugs, weapons, all of it happens online. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of it, rather, happens online. So <clears throat> they have branches of the organizations designed to investigate and, and go out and arrest people okay. based off the evidence they collect and stuff. But I get the impression you're talking less like serious crimes, like uh, maybe more someone, like petty crimes. Yeah, if, like someone punches me in the street, right? They can get arrested for assault. Yes. But if someone assaults me online, you know, obviously verbally or emotionally, right? Like you'd have to, yeah, it's a lot harder. You have to put together a, like almost like a stalking file and show yes. how often they've yeah come after you and stuff like that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of in that everyday use as opposed to, like, big threats uh, yeah, like will become more common. If you're in uh, an online meeting, mm-hmm. what does sexual harassment in the workplace look like? Right, in, online. In meta, like, you can't smack someone's ass, but you can still say gonna, the things that yeah. are inappropriate to say. Yeah, I was going to say the, the, like, physical sexual harassment will decline, hopefully, um significantly if not completely um because then people can't like (laughs) to put on your vr headset and like go out of your way to do something like that would be very intentional it wouldn't like you wouldn't be able to write it off as like oh it was an accident slightly grazed them yeah 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 yeah. it was we were all so crowded in the elevator today i always stick my hips out when i'm passing people right yeah so I feel like for situations like that, it would, it would, yeah, it would change the landscape of, of how people interact with each other too, which yeah. could be a good thing. Yeah. I think but there's good pros like and cons. You see how people interact with each other on social media and it's kind of sad. Like, yeah. um, did I send this in the group? No, I sent it to Jordan. We listened to this comedian and one of his, his quotes is like, uh, make friends in the comments where he, he'll go through people's comments online and just like read somebody saying talking about a certain subject and then another person replying even though they weren't part of the conversation to begin with um it's quite silly and this happens a lot and so he refers to it as making friends in the comments um sorry i think i have to go back quite a ways here to to find it um and hopefully it's worth your time but i had quite a giggle when i read this and sent it over to jordan the other day have you ever done this have you ever made friends in the comments no i don't comment do you read the comments No, uh, so it depends. I, I read the comments sometimes. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Like if, if I, I, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I'll read the comments. But usually I don't because it, it usually upsets me or I, see. I, I feel bad for the person who went out of their way to put something on the internet that hopefully would improve someone else's day and then people are just mean. Right. Those dang people on the interwebs. Friggin' interwebs. 
Man, I might have sent this a while ago now. I'm not finding it. Oh no! Man. Ba, 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 ba. I'm into last Wednesday. Jeez. <laughs> lordy, lordy. Yeah, I probably... Or have you... Has this been happening to you where some of your texts just delete after over time? Or is no. that just uh, me? Yeah, the, they're in the settings. It should tell you how long you're mm -hmm. holding on to things where I can't remember though. Hmm. Hold, hold, hold on a second. Boop. Can't possibly be this far. Holy moly. I feel like I'm going to have to edit this out of the episode. I feel like it's taking me so long <laughs> to find here. No. <gasps> oh, that was my phone. Aha! Man, it was a while ago. Okay, sorry. Uh, so somebody was selling an Insta Instapot on yeah. the interwebs. Uh, <laughs> never used $100 OBO or best offer. There's three comments. Courtney says, you don't use it? Should I be naming names? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, Chris replies... <laughs> Courtney, haven't used it once. I want an air fryer instead. Courtney replies to Chris, Yeah, I would like to try the air fryer too. <laughs> like, you commented, I, I just, I was like, You don't use it? Question mark. Like, There's you, you clearly had no intention of buying this. Do these people know each other outside of this exchange? I hope so. Um, if if not, then then that Courtney person was just being super friendly. Like, hey, let's have a conversation outside of your sale, which is the reason that I'm communicating with you in the first place. I don't know. It just struck me as odd. The bit silly. I'm, so now you got me thinking. Okay. It was uh, it was one of those like if you could have dinner with with one person or whatever. Okay, right? alive or dead. Yeah. Would it be okay? And uh, this guy wrote, you know, everyone was writing like these people, whatever, and uh, <clears throat> have dinner with anyone. I'm trying to see if I could find it. And it was it was some some guy commented like super <clears throat> super sweet like it's like <laughs> oh you know I haven't seen my wife and blah 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 and Aww. this other guy commented under him and he goes yeah I'd I'd, I'd have dinner with his wife too <laughs> something like that oh my goodness <laughs> it was so fucking funny like she sounds so nice I'd have dinner with her too kind of thing oh like for example. <clears throat> If you could have dinner with anyone dead or alive, but they come back to life after dinner of dead or whatever, who would it be? This guy writes, my mom, she died when I was 15. The next comment under it is, I also choose this guy's mom. Just, <laughs> oh just ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can see what you're saying about the comments now. Make friends in like, the comments, yeah. Yeah, just taking it in a totally different direction. Yeah. Like, 
I'm trying to sell an Instapot and the comment that I get is, do you, you don't use it? It's like, no, I don't use it. And then I'm looking for an air fryer instead because sometimes you feel like you have to justify the sale. Like, yeah, is it yeah, broken yeah. or, you know what I mean? It's like, I want an air fryer instead. Just fun little information, fun fact. And, uh, oh yeah, I'd like to use the air fryer too. It's like, get the heck off of my, that's how I'd be thinking. I'd be I like, I want to use the air fryer. Get too. off of my marketplace sa- sale page because I just want to sell this item so that I don't have an extra appliance in my kitchen no more you know? next time uh if if i think about it i'll talk to cassie because she uh sometimes goes on the comments on on facebook for one reason or, or another and in the thing she upon. finds are absolutely ridiculous oh my gosh if she could like, screenshot them and send them over yeah. i i would love to start including this as part of as a segment on our show <laughs> yeah shit heavy. you find in the comments yeah comment corner Comment I don't know, we'll call it something. Spur it up. All yeah, right. I, well, I think uh, that's it, though. I agree. I this 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 is gonna put me. I don't want to say right to sleep because it's not that it wasn't interesting, <laughs> but it was yeah. such a brain no. dump. I feel like yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be, be zonked after this. Yeah, I'm going straight to bed. <laughs> Well, thank you very much. Uh, yeah. Thank you to everyone for listening. As always, you can catch us on our Instagram accounts. The links will be below. Uh, we made a podcast. We have an email. We have a subreddit. Uh, come, come find us and contact us in whatever means possible. Oh, and uh, your cousin, your cousin Emily. It's yeah. your cousin, yes? Okay. I was I was like doubting myself. I'm like, is it his cousin or anyways. Um she sent a message just saying, Glad you guys are back and I'm paraphrasing this by the way. Sorry, Emily. <laughs> um glad you guys are back. Missed you and uh yeah, she's super jazzed to be listening again. So Thank you keep, so much, Emily. Yeah, keep sending us messages. We'll we'll be sure to uh to shout out. And, uh, yeah, till next time. Au revoir. Toodles.